Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast, one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We are glad you are listening. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen. We are so glad you are listening. Feel free to subscribe on Spotify and tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Our Deepest Fear by Marion Williamson Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we, let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Our deepest fear by Marion Williams. You are very important especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist Podcasting Group. Votre écoute est significative. Usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando, es significativo. Você é muito importante, especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo, é significativo.
Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό. Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst. Je bent erg belangrijk, vooral voor ons hier bij The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Dat je meeluistert, is veel betekenend. You are very important. Especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del Nuevo Químico. Kalos irthate sto podcast tu New Chemist. Welkom bij de podcast van The New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axé sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Duepse esclirá. Na odigite estinaxia. Boris na tocanis. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. 
Minta para atrás. Trabaja duro. Sea impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Werk hard. Wees waardig gedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op. Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I. In the world of pharmacy, we lay the claim. Knowledge and compassion is the golden flame. Science and practice side by side they groove. In a student's journey, we find the move. In the world of pharmacy, we lay the claim. Knowledge and compassion is the golden flame. Science and practice side by side they groove. In a student's journey, we find the move. Thinking by W.D. Wendell. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but you think you can't, it is almost a cinch you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in this world we find, success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before. You can ever win the prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Remember, strategy, hard work, collaboration, and execution. You can do it. You can do it. Okay, good afternoon. It is so good. It is so thrilling. It is so exciting. Today we're going to switch things up a bit. We're going to be having a vis-a-vis, tete-a-tete conversation on pharmaceutical chemistry. 
Um, so, uh, I'm going to be referencing the notes of some of my professors. However, I won't be showing the notes. I'll be referencing the notes. Um, it'll just be an audio discussion with, with uh, the notes uh, being referenced. So, the first topic for today will be serotonergic and antidepressant agents. I reference the notes of specifically Dr. A. Kulkarni. Um, so, let's just go through them. Some introductory ideas, the biosynthesis and metabolism of serotonin, receptor types and subtypes, as well as we're going to be looking at uh, targeting and serotonergic signaling. And then we'll conclude um, for that topic. Uh, but this is going to be a long episode, very, very long episode, because we're going to go through serotonergic and antidepressant opioid agents, cholinergic agents, as well as some fundamental ideas associated with pharmaceutical chemistry. So let's begin. Let's begin. Okay, so serotonin. Serotonin, otherwise known as 5-hydroxytryptamine, or 5-HT, was identified as a neuroreceptor ligand in in the late 1940s. Serotonin is associated with depression slash anxiety, schizophrenia, hallucinations, drug abuse, appetite control, vomiting, etc. Just a quick note, these episodes are not intended for medical advice, counseling, or suggestions. Please refer and consult the relevant medical professionals, whether it be your physician, your GP, your general practitioner, your physician your NP, a nurse practitioner, your physician assistant, as well as your pharmacist. Um, make sure they are licensed in the state and registered with the board as well. So, continuing on, advances in histochemical fluorescence techniques led to the application of radioligand binding assays for 5-HT and elucidated the pathophysiological role in a variety of aforementioned disorders, so depression, schizophrenia, obesity, etc. It is also established uh, it is also established that types and subtypes also referred to as, as families and subfamilies. So the types and subtypes are also referred to as families and, sub- and subfamilies of the serotonergic receptors, similar to opioid receptors. Okay, so now I'm not going to show any structures in this. This is going to be a tele-tech, a face-to-face conversation about these concepts. So, serotonin, biosynthesis, and metabolism. Hydroxylation at the 5 position by tryptophan hydroxylase present in the serotonergic neurons. So, let's just delve into what's happening with this serotonin biosynthesis pathway. Let's delve in a bit. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. So, if we look closer or closely at the pathway, tryptophan goes through tryptophan hydroxylase so tryptophan which has a characteristic indole functionality so it has a characteristic indole functionality so an aromatic functionality and the classic amino acid uh, backbone structure with your carboxylic acid your alpha carbon with the substituted amino acid through or is processed by aromatic amino acid decarboxylase to form summation of 5-hydroxytryptophan. So, moving right along, 
serotonin release, uptake, and signaling. Biosynthesis takes place in serotonergic neurons. Biosynthesis, release, and reuptake mechanisms similar to other receptors. Uh, is similar to the biosynthesis release reuptake mechanisms are similar um, to what occurs in other neuroreceptors. The serotonin is stored in presynaptic neuronal vesicles. When released, serotonin interacts with the postsynaptic serotonin receptors. So the action of 5-hydroxytryptophan is terminated either by its diffusion away from the synapse with subsequent metabolism or reuptake mechanism back to the presynaptic neuron. So serotonin transporter, also known as 5-HPT, is a sodium-dependent monoamine transporter protein. So when we talk about some of these neurotransmitters, we recognize that they are monoamine. And that's the case with many of the catechol amines. So catechol, the catechol functional, catechol group, catechol structure, and catechol amine. Um, so like dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, those types of things. Um, so moving right along, monoamine transporter protein and it's also a druggable target for the development of antidepressants. So that, that's an important point to take note of. Serotonin transporter, also known as 5-HTT, is a sodium-dependent monoamine transporter protein and is a druggable target for the development of antidepressants. So seven types of 5-hydroxytryptophan, there are seven types of 5-hydroxytryptophan receptors denoted by 5-HT1 to 5-HT7. All except 5-HT3 are coupled to G proteins. 5-HT3 is a ligand-gated ion channel selective for sodium cations and potassium cations. Okay, so serotonin receptor types. So you have the 5-HT1 family. So further divided, subdivided into six subfamilies, 5-HT1A to 5-HTF, 5-HT1F. So 5-HT1A to 5-HT1F. Subfamilies are present in the CNS. So 5-HT1A through E, also found in blood vessels, is involved in functions such as anxiety, addiction, vasoconstriction, etc. With the exception of 5-HT1E, all other receptors of this family exhibit high affinity for 5-carboxamidotryptophan. So with the exception of 5-HT1E, all of the receptors of this family exhibit high affinity for 5-carboxamidotryptophan. So, uh, also, um, 8-hydroxy-2-di-n-propylaminotetraline or OHO or 8-OH-DPAT represents a selective 5-HT1A agonist. Very important. 8-hydroxy-2-di-n-propylaminotetraline or 8-OH-DPAT represents a selective 5-HT1A agonist. This suggests that an intact indole nucleus 
is not required for 5-HT1A agonism. Let's keep going. Okay, so 5-HT1A selective agonists. And we're looking specifically at long-chain aryl piperazines. So long-chain aryl piperazines or piperazines. So long-chain long chain aryl piperazines, LCAPs. LCAPs possessing long-chain substituents at the N4 piperazine show good selectivity for 5-HT1A. So long-chain aryl piperazines possessing long-chain substituents at N4 piperazine show good selectivity for 5-HT1A. Buspirone was the first agent in this class approved as an anxiolytic drug. Structurally related compounds, gepirone, tandospirone, and ipsopirone, these agents act either as a full or partial agonist of 5-HT1A. So remember, an agonist has 100% efficacy, partial agonist has about 0 to 100, falls in that range of 0 to 100 efficacy or intrinsic activity. Um, and we're talking in respect to the endogenous ligand for the receptor. And that's a, that. those concepts have been discussed in the previous episode. So agonism, antagonism, partial agonism, inverse agonism, all those other good stuff. So uh, continuing on, general structure, you typically have the aryl group, the pyrazine group, your spacer, so your methylene spacer, and then you have the terminus. Agents containing phenyl, substituted phenyl, Heteroaryl, all of those groups show good activity. So agents containing phenyl, a substituted phenyl, heteroaryl, all of those groups all show good activity. Changes in the papyrazine structure are not tolerated. Important to note. Changes in the papyrazine structure are not tolerated. The placement of the amide or the imide groups at the terminus is essential for good activity. One more time. Placement of the amide or the or and or the imide groups at the terminus is essential for good activity. All of the drugs shown above have an imide, I-M-I-D-E, imide, moiety in the terminus. Very important to note. Very, very important. Okay, so 5-HT1A selective antagonist. So remember, antagonist just blocks the function of the agonist. Some compounds belonging to this class display structural features similar to classical agonists, buspirone. So some compounds belonging to this class display structural features similar to classical agonists, buspirone. However, the aryl portion is usually comprised of two methoxyphenyl moiety. So the aryl portion is usually comprised of a, of a 2-methoxyphenyl moiety. Agents such as uh, WAY100-135 or WAY106-35 are referred to as a silent 5-HT1A antagonist since they lack any agonist activity. So spirone is a 5-HT1A antagonist but also displays high antagonist affinity for 5-HT2A and D2 receptors. So spirone is used for the treatment of schizophrenia. So when we talk about spi, we 
you're talking about those spirals, those spiral cycles, sorry, spiral cyclic functionalities. Okay, so let's keep going. Clinical significance of 5-HT1A agonists and antagonists. Drug development efforts explore the 5-HT1A agonists as therapeutic targets for depression and anxiety. There seems to be good correlation between 5-HT metabolism and higher tendency towards depression, aggression, etc. So drug development exploits. So we're talking about the clinical significance of 5-HT1A agonists and antagonists. So drug development efforts explored 5-HT1A agonists as therapeutic targets for depression and anxiety. There seems to be a good correlation between 5-HT metabolism and higher tendency towards depression, aggression, etc. Jepirone produced significant symptomatic relief in patients with depression. Buspirone was effective in the treatment of mixed anxious slash depressive patients. Mixed anxious hyphen depressive patients. So lack of a select lack of 5-HT1A antagonists, lack of selectivity in or with 5-HT1A antagonists. So the activity at other 5-HT receptor subtypes, dopaminergic receptors, etc has limited the drug development efforts that specifically target receptors. This specifically targets that receptor. Compounds like LY426965 are more metabolically stable and also display improved oral bioavailability as compared to WAY compounds. So LY426965 is being developed as a smoking cessation drug. So let's keep going. 5-HT1D receptor selective ligands. The sumatriptan, Imatrex, was identified as the first 5-HT10 selective agonist with only modest selectivity, 2 to 20 fold, for its affinity towards 5-HT receptors. Particularly, 5-HT1A and 5-HT1F. Sumatriptan belongs to the indole alkylamine class of compounds. Example, zomatriptan, zomig, naratriptan, emerge, mesotriptan, maxalt. These agents bind and display high affinity and improve selectivity for 5-HT1D. Agents like somatriptan, mesotriptan, possess superior ability to cross the blood-brain barrier and are used for the treatment of migraine, cluster headaches, etc. Okay, so 5-HT2 receptor family. In general, 5-HT2 family of receptors are found in the CNS, blood vessels, GI tract, peripheral nervous system, and in smooth muscles. This receptor family is considered as a therapeutic target for the development of antipsychotics, anxiolytics, anorectics, so appetite suppressant agents. The subfamilies 5-HT2A, 5-HT2B, and 5-HT2C. 
There is significant amino acid sequence homology between 5-HT2A and 5-HT2C, greater than 78%. This explains the overlap in ligand affinities for these two receptor subfamilies. Classic hallucinogenic drugs like lysergic acid diethylamide act as full or partial agonists for this receptor. So, partial or full agonism for this receptor occurs with drugs, classic hallucinogenic drugs like lysergic acid diethylamide. The lack of type and subtypes of activity coupled with strong hallucinogenic potential has limited the use of 5-HT2A agonists. Okay, so 5-HT2A receptor antagonists and N-alkylperpyridines constitute a major class of selective 5-HT2A antagonists. Best known examples are ketansurin, ritansurin, etc. These agents belonging to this class in general exhibit greater receptor selectivity for 5-HT2A slash 2C. So ketansurin is used for its antihypertensive properties. Ritansurin was investigated for the treatment of schizophrenia. So atypical antipsychotics such as risperidone, used for schizophrenia and bipolar disorder treatment, clozapine, is for schizophrenia and anti-suicidal drug, and olanzapine, schizophrenia and bipolar treatment, also exhibit 5-HT2A antagonist properties. Unlike typical antipsychotics, these newer compounds have a lower tendency to exhibit extra pyramidal side effects, such as tardive dyskinesia, so stiff, uncontrolled body movements. Tricyclic antidepressants also are antagonists for 5 ht 2A. So let's keep going. 5-HT2B and 5-HT2C receptor subfamilies. 5-HT2B receptors are present in the CNS and cardiovascular system. They are known to cause pulmonary vasoconstriction. Many ligands that bind to 5-HT2B receptor also bind to 5-HT receptors. And there is no approved drug that specifically targets 5-HT2B signaling. 5-HT2C receptors, so at this, at to date, at this, at, at the point of this reading, there was none that was seen by uh, myself and or the person who wrote this, these set of notes. The 5-HT2C receptors play a role in regulation of mood, anxiety, and feeding, etc. So lorcasserin, the 5-HT2C selective agonist has been approved as a weight loss drug. And common side effects include headache, side effects like depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, also uncommon, have been reported for, although uncommon, have been reported for lorcasserin. Okay, so 5-HT3 receptor family. So here we have the ligand-gated ion channel selected for sodium cations and potassium cations and not GPCRs. Its structure is comprised of five subunits around a central ion conducting pore permeable to sodium 
potassium and calcium ions. Biomology is closely related to nicotinic acetylcholine receptor. So homology common ancestor. So agonist activation leads to the activation of the nausea and vomiting center in the brain stem. When activated, these receptors are also reported to cause seizures. 5-HG3 antagonists have also been used as anti-emetic agents. These agents not only improve the quality of life, they also allow for the increasing dosing. So increasing, they also allow for increasing the dose intensity of many chemotherapeutic agents, increasing the response rates for anti-cancer treatments. Patients taking paclitaxel, cyclophosphamide, and 5-FU, the 5-fluorouracil, and other emesis prone drugs are often predosed with anti-emetic agents. So, 5-HT3 receptor antagonists. Bemestron was identified as one of the first 5-HT3 selective antagonists. Many agents belonging to this class contain tropane or a tropane-like nucleus bearing a basic amine. Tropicitron, so an antiemetic, and ricacitron, anxiolytic, zatocitron, anti-nausea compound with anxiolytic properties, are examples of tropane containing 5-HT3 antagonists. Ondansetron and renzapride, both antiemetic compounds during cancer chemotherapy, gastroenteritis, etc. Palo. Palo nosotron, chemotherapy induced nausea and vomiting, are examples of non tropane containing 5HG3 antagonists. Regardless of the presence or absence of the tropane ring, all of these compounds possess at least one set of protonation. Renzapride is also a full 5HG4 agonist and 5HT2B antagonist. Okay, so 5-HT4 receptor. It belongs to the GPCR superfamily. It is coupled. It is coupled with GS agonist, resulting. Excuse me. It belongs to the GPCR superfamily. It is coupled with GS agonist. Activation results in increased intracellular cyclic AMP, so cyclic adenosine monophosphate levels, primarily located in the CNS gastrointestinal tract, urinary bladder, heart, etc. 5-HT4 agonists include cisapride, mosapride, brucolopride, and renzapride. Okay, 5-HT4 receptor. Cisapride increases the motility of the upper GI tract and is used to enhance gastric emptying. Serious side effects include drug-induced arrhythmia. Mosapride promotes gastric emptying and is used for the treatment of gastro- esophageal reflux disease, GERD, irritable bowel syndrome, etc. Brucolopride is used for the colonic motility, mobility. Brucolopride is used for the colonic mobility. It does not induce arrhythmias. Zacopride, renzopride, and mosopride are also 5-HT3 antagonists. Zacopride displays anxiolytic properties at the therapeutic dose. Structurally, all of these compounds contain a primary aralamine as part of an aniline or dihydrobenzofuran ring. 
So 5-HT4 receptor agonists and antagonists. So 5-HT4 receptor agonists. Tegaserod was introduced as a 5-HT4 agonist for the treatment of irritable bowel syndrome, but was later withdrawn after reports of increased heart attack and stroke. It is also a 5-HT2B receptor antagonist. 5-HT4 receptor antagonist. Fibosarod was developed for the treatment of atrial fibrillation, AFib. The drug was also developed as a potential therapy for heart failure. 5-HT5-7 receptors. 5-HT5 receptors are predominantly found in the brain and are further subdivided into 5-HT5A and 5-HT5B receptor subfamilies. So 5-carboxamidotryptophan is a non-selective agonist for this receptor. One more time, 5-carboxamidotryptophan is a non-selective agonist for this receptor. 5-HT6 receptor is present in CNS and plays a role in motor control, emotional stability, cognition, and memory. So 5-HT6 antagonists have been shown to reduce appetite and promote weight loss. 5-HT7 receptor is found in the central nervous system and in the cardiovascular system. It is involved in thermoregulation, circadian rhythm, learning, and memory. It is also investigated as a target for depression. So serotonin reuptake transporter. Serotonin, serotonin transporter, CERT or 5-HTT, is a monoamine transporter protein that transports serotonin from the synaptic cleft to the presynaptic neuron. It belongs to the monoamine transporter protein family. CERT regulates the duration and magnitude of the postsynaptic response to 5-HT and allows the body to, reu to reuse serotonin and prevents the need for constant biosynthesis. CERT comprises of 12 transmembrane helices, both amine and carboxyterminae are present intracellularly. It exhibits 50% homology with norepinephrine reuptake transporter and dopamine transporter, etc. So serotonin reuptake transporter. Serotonin reuptake transporter is an attractive target for drug development. Agents that block cert, so serotonin reuptake transporter increase the synaptic resonance of 5-HT are used for the treatment of a, variety, of a variety of disorders such as depression, obsessive compulsive disorders, panic disorders, and anxiety. Tricyclic antidepressants such as amitriptyline serve as non-selective blockers for CERT and NET. Their active metabolites may also block CERT and NET with varying degrees of selectivity. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors are much more selective for CERT over NET and lack most of the activity at other receptors as seen in tricyclic antidepressants. Examples of this class include fluoxetine, peroxetine, fluvoxamine, cetraline, acetalopram, trazodone, etc. Agents such as vilazodone act directly on 5-HT receptors, so 5-HT1A agonists, and also and are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Paroxidine Paxil is used as an antidepressant for the treatment of major depressive disorder, social anxiety disorder, panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, etc. Common side effects include drowsiness, dry mouth, trouble sleeping, asthenia, so general weakness, 
sexual dysfunction, loss of libido, erectile dysfunction, etc. In general, these class of compounds possess at least two arrow rings and sites of protonation. In general, excuse me, now these class possess at least two arrow rings. Chemically, peroxidine is a peroxidine is a secondary amine containing compound and it contains four rings. Okay, fluoxidine, so Prozac, is used for similar conditions as peroxidine. In addition, it is also used to treat binge eating disorder. Common side effects are similar to peroxidine. In addition, this drug is reported to cause discontinuation syndrome. Rapid discontinuation of therapy causes dizziness, disturbances, imbalance, stinging, numbness, electrical shock-like sensations, etc. Fluoxidine and other SSRIs when taken with mal may cause serotonin syndrome. Symptoms include fever, agitation, diarrhea, seizures, muscle weakness, etc. Thus, these drugs are contraindicated in patients taking MAL inhibitors. So, when taking, excuse me, fluoxetine and other selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, when taken with MAL inhibitors, may cause serotonin syndrome. These symptoms include fever, agitation, diarrhea, seizures, muscle weakness, etc. Thus, these drugs are contraindicated in patients taking MAL inhibitors. Fluoxetine is a CYP2D6 inhibitor and in some cases is contraindicated in dextromethorphan containing cold and cough medications. It blocks dextromethorphan metabolism. So selective, not selective, serotonin reuptake transporter. So, uh, Serotonin, we're focusing on the serotonin reuptake transporters. Trazodone is indicated as an antidepressant for the treatment of major depressive disorder, anxiety disorders, and also to treat alcohol dependence. Unlike peroxidine, the drug does not display anticholinergic side effects. Instead, it is used to report it is reported to cause fainting, increase in suicidal thoughts, cause arrhythmias, etc. Overdose may lead to serotonin syndrome discussed previously. Okay, Velazodone is a both a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor and a 5-HT1A agonist. It does not display strong affinity for other serotonin receptors and selective for serotonin reuptake transporters versus norepinephrine transporters or dopamine transporters. Nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, dry mouth are common symptoms. Paresthesia, so tingling, pricking, numbness, etc. are also reported. When overdose, the drug is known to cause serotonin syndrome. Okay, so that's the end of the serotonin segment. Chapter 1, a breath of relief in the bustling city of Farmerville, where every corner store carried the promise of a cure. There lived a young woman named Sarah who depended on a variety of medicines to manage her asthma. 
Each day, she'd venture into the labyrinthine world of brand names and generic names, seeking the right inhaler to ease her wheezing breaths. Generic name, albuterol brand names, Proventil, Proair, and Ventolin the journey began with a rescue inhaler, a short-acting beta-agonist bronchodilator. Albuterol, known by many as Proventil, Proair, or Ventolin, was her steadfast companion in times of acute distress. It was the medicine that made her breathing easier, like a gentle breeze on a hot summer day. Generic name, Bitolerol brand name, Tornalita Sarah continued her quest, she discovered another short-acting bronchodilator called Bitolerol. It was like a ray of hope, offering quick relief, tucked under the name Tornalit. Generic name, Ephedrine amidst the maze of medications, Sarah found Ephedrine, a name echoing with a sense of ancient herbal wisdom. It was simple and unadorned, yet effective. Generic name, Epinephrine brand name, Adrenaline or Primaton Mist Epinephrine, also known as Adrenaline, or Primaton Mist, was a name that sent shivers down her spine, quite literally. It was the medicine she reserved for emergencies, like a superhero swooping in to save the day. Generic name, Livalbutrol brand name, Xenopex Sarah stumbled upon Livalbutrol, wearing the intriguing title Xenopex, a name as exotic as the relief it provided. Generic name, Metaprotenol brand name, Alupent Metaprotenol, the modest yet effective Alupent, was a name that whispered comfort like an old friend. Generic name, Pabutrol brand name, Maxair Pabutrol, also known as Maxair, was like a calming breeze in the storm of asthma, providing solace with each puff. Generic name, Tarbutaline brand names, Brether or Brethine Tarbutaline, known as Brether or Brethine, was the medicine that allowed Sarah to breathe easy, like a gentle sigh of relief. Chapter 2, The Perfect Harmony Generic Name, Albuterol forward slash Ipratropium brand name, Combivalent The day came when Sarah's physician prescribed her a combination short-acting bronchodilator Albuterol forward slash Ipratropium, conveniently named Combivalent. It was the harmony of two ingredients in one, offering a symphony of relief. Chapter 3, A Breath Beyond Generic Name, Formotrol brand name, Foradil long-acting beta-adrenergic bronchodilators like Formotrol, in their regal Foradil attire, promised a breath that extended beyond the ordinary. Generic name, Indacatrol brand name, Arcapta Indacatrol, the guardian of airways, stood tall as Arcapta, warding off breathlessness. Generic name, Olidatorol brand name, Strivadi Olidatorol, a true visionary sought to lead Sarah towards a life filled with the strivings of breath well taken. Generic name, Sormitrol brand name, Serevent Sormitrol, also known as Serevent, was a sentinel of calmness in the turbulent world of asthma. Chapter 4, Musings of the Lungs Generic name, Aclydinium brand name, Tudorza Sarah ventured into the realm of long-acting antimuscariac bronchodilators where Aclydinium was a soothing companion, known as Tudorza. Generic name, Sheotropium brand name, Spireva Sheotropium, bearing the name Spireva, 
was the guide to serenity, ensuring Sarah's lungs danced to a tranquil tune. Generic name, Eumiclidinium brand name, Incruise Eumiclidinium, known as Incruise, opened the gates to unbridled breath, where every inhalation was an increase in life. Generic name, Glycopyrolate brand name, Lonela Magna Glycopyrolate, donning the mystique of Lonela Magna, was a name reminiscent of elegance and relief in harmony. Generic name, Ravenfenacin brand name, Upelri Ravenfenacin, the bearer of the name Upelri, whispered the promise of rejuvenation with every dose. Chapter 5, The Healing Mist Generic name, Montelu Cast brand name, Singular turning her attention to Lacotrian inhibitors, Sarah found Montelu Cast, known as Singular, a name that sounded like a song of hope in the darkest of nights. Generic name, Zafirlu Cast brand name, Accolate Zafirlu Cast, the silent guardian named Accolate, offered refuge against the storms that raged in her chest. Generic name, Ziluton brand name, Ziflocer Ziluton, cloaked as Ziflocer, was a name that resonated with control and relief. Chapter 6, The Melody of Lungs Generic name, Defilin brand names, Dilla, Dilix, and Lufalin Defilin was the medicine that brought melody to Sarah's lungs. It had the aliases of Dilla, Dilix, and Lufalin, each name singing a different verse of relief. Generic name, Roflumalast brand name, Dalyris Proflumalast, under the title Dalyrisp, was like the conductor of a soothing symphony, orchestrating each breath. Generic name, Theophylline brand names, Elixophylin, Slophylin, Unifil, Theodia, and Theo24 Theophylline was the medley of breath, with numerous names like Elixophylin, Slophylin, Unifil, Theodia, and Theo24 each brand name adding its unique note to the composition. Chapter 7, The Elixir of Life Generic Name, Omalit Sumab Brand Name, Xole, Subcutaneous, Sarah discovered the Elixir of Life in the form of Omalit Sumab, a monoclonal antibody known as Xole, offering subcutaneous salvation. Generic Name, Benralizumab Brand Name, Facenra, Subcutaneous Every 8 Weeks, Benralizumab, with the name Facenra, brought the promise of relief every 38. Name the short-acting beta-agonist bronchodilators in their generic names and brand names, generic, 1-albuterol is the generic name, and the brand name is Proventil, Proair, and Ventolin. 2-bitolerol is the generic name, and brand name is Tonalate. 3-ephedrine is the generic name. 4-epinephrine is the generic name, adrenaline or primate and mist is the brand name. 5-livalbutrol is the generic name and xenopex is the brand name. 6-metaprotenol is the generic name, and alupant is the brand name. 7-perbutrol is the generic and mixer is the generic. 8-tarbutaline is the generic and brether and or brethine is the brand name. 39 What is the brand and generic name of a combination short-acting bronchodilator? Albuterol forward slash ipratropium is the generic name and the brand name is combivalent. 40 What is the brand and generic name long-acting beta-adrenergic bronchodilators? 
one for Motrol is the generic name and the brand name is for Adil. Two Indacatrol is the generic name and Arcapta is the brand name. Three Oladatarol is the generic name and Strivadi is the brand name. Four Dotsormitrol is the generic name, and Serevant is the brand name. Five Vilantrol is the generic name. 41 What is the generic and brand name for the long-acting antimuscaric bronchodilators? 1 Aclidinium is the generic name and Tudorza is the brand name. 2 Sheotropium is the generic name, and Spiriva is the brand name. 3 Umiclidinium is the generic name, and Incruz is the brand name. 4 Glicopyrolate is the generic name, and Lonela Magnare is the brand name. 5 Ravinfenacin is the generic name, and Upelri is the brand name. 42 What are the brand and generic names for aerosol corticosteroids? 1 Biclomethasone is the generic name, and Kva, Biclovent and Vanceril are the brand names. 2 Budisonide is the generic name, and Palmicort is the brand name. 3 Cyclesnide is the generic name, and Alvesco is the brand. 3 forward slash 4 pharmacy school first 10 weeks for Momotazone is the generic name, and Asmanex is the brand name. 5 Flunisolide is the generic name, and Aerobid, and Aerospan is the brand name. 6 Fluticasone Propionate is the generic name, and Flovent is the brand name. 7 Tramacinolone is the generic name, and Asmacort is the brand name. 43 What are the brand names and generic names of combination inhalers? 1 for Motrol forward slash Budisonide are the generic names and Simbacort is the brand name. 2 for Motrol forward slash Momotazone are the generic names and Dulara is the brand name. 3 Sormitrol forward slash Fluticasone Propionate are the generic names and Adver is the brand name. 4 Vilantrol forward slash Fluticasone Furote are the generic names and Brio Ellipta is the brand name. 5 Vilantrol forward slash Umiclidinium are the generic names, and Anero is the brand name. 44 What are the generic and brand names of Lacotrian inhibitors? 1 Montelukast is the generic name and Singular is the brand name. 2 Zafirlukast is the generic name and Accolate is brand game. 3 Zilutone is the generic name, and CR is the brand name. 45 What are the brand names and generic names of phosphodiesterase inhibitors and methylxanthines? 1 Dephilin is the generic name, and Dilla, Dilix and Lufalin are the brand name. 2 Roflumalast is the generic name, and Dalirisp is the brand name. 3 Theophylline is the generic name, and Elixophylline, Slophylline, Unifil, Theodia, Theo24 are the brand names. 46 What are the generic names and brand names of monoclonal antibodies? 1.Omalitsumab is the generic name, and Xolair, Subcutaneous, is the brand name. 2 Benrelizumab is the generic name, and Facenra, Subcutaneous every 8 weeks is the brand name. 3 Mepolitsumab is the generic name and Nucala, subcutaneous, is the brand name. 4 Reslitsumab is the generic name, and Syncare, intravenous, is the brand name. 
5. Duplimumab is the generic name, and Dupixent, subcutaneous, is the brand name. In the bustling world of pharmacy school, the first 10 weeks were always a whirlwind of information and learning. Students delved into the complex realm of pharmaceuticals, memorizing drug names, their indications, and the nuances of their mechanisms of action. For Sarah, a diligent student with a passion for pharmacology, these weeks were both exhilarating and challenging. As the virtual lectures streamed in, she diligently clicked on the link to the Quizit page, which served as a repository of knowledge for the course. Each drug and its properties were like puzzle pieces in the grand mosaic of patient care, and she was determined to master them all. Week 1 brought her to Epiodin, also known as Epigen, Procrit, and Retocrit. This drug was a lifeline for patients battling anemia due to cancer chemotherapy. With careful study, she understood how it worked and its importance in cancer treatment. Erythromycin, a powerful antibiotic used for bacterial infections, was her focus in week 2. The drug's mechanism of action fascinated her, as it targeted harmful bacteria, sparing the human cells. Escitalopram, or Lexapro, used for depression, occupied her thoughts in week 3. She delved into the complexities of mental health and how this drug could provide relief to those in emotional distress. In week 4, Sarah learned about esomeprazole, sold under the brand name Nexium. This medication was a crucial tool in the fight against Heliobacter pylori, a bacterial infection causing gastrointestinal distress. Estradiol oral, marketed as estrace took her into the realms of hormonal regulation in week 5. It had applications in addressing vasomotor dysfunction and atrophic conditions in the vagina or vulva. Week 6 brought her to esopician, commonly known as Lunsta, a savior for insomniacs. She pondered how a tiny pill could grant people the gift of sleep. The subsequent weeks were a whirlwind of knowledge from adenecrept for ankylosing spondylositis to ethanyl estradiol and adenogestrol ring for contraception. She navigated her way through the maze of medications, all the while keeping a close eye on drug interactions, contraindications, and patient-specific considerations. As the weeks progressed, Sarah developed an affinity for the complexities of pharmaceutical science. She also became adept at answering questions like which drug inhibits enzymes irreversibly, aspirin, and what may cause myocardial infarction as one of its adverse drug reactions, ibuprofen. Her proficiency shone through when asked, if a child has RISE syndrome, then which NSAID should be avoided? She knew the answer was aspirin. In her spare time, Sarah often contemplated the various mechanisms of action for NSAIDs, which were her favorites. 
she understood that these drugs inhibited COX enzymes, leading to a cascade of effects that included anti-inflammatory, analgesic, and antipyretic properties. The weeks were a whirlwind of studying, but Sarah remained dedicated. As she entered week 29, she learned to make real-world decisions. The scenario of a patient who had undergone an ophthalmic surgery a month ago and presented with swelling and pain in the eye prompted her to prescribe diclofenac. Week 30 was about understanding the nuances of aspirin. Sarah knew that a low dose could retain uric acid, while a high dose increased its excretion. The half-life, side effects, and mechanisms intrigued her. Week 31 Sarah dealt with a 65-year-old man diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. She knew that meloxicam was a suitable prescription for his condition. By week 33, she could list three contraindications for aspirin. Peptic ulcers, pregnancy, and hemophilia were on her list. In week 36, she was presented with a complex case involving a patient suffering from congestive heart failure. She knew that taking NSAIDs could result in increased fluid retention, making the patient's condition worse. As the weeks passed, Sarah learned about various bronchodilators, corticosteroids, and other medications used in respiratory care. She also became well-versed in the world of asthma and how to treat it. The curriculum introduced her to the world of leukotriene inhibitors, long-acting antimuscarinic bronchodilators, phosphodiesterase inhibitors, methylxanthines, and monoclonal antibodies. She found these topics particularly intriguing, as they offered innovative solutions for various respiratory conditions. By the end of her 10 weeks, Sarah had become a well-rounded, knowledgeable student. Her passion for pharmaceuticals had grown, and she looked forward to the exciting journey that pharmacy school had in store for her. The first 10 weeks were just the beginning of a lifetime of learning and helping patients lead healthier lives. Title: Pharmacy School Chronicles a journey through medicines once upon a time, in the bustling city of Medvali, a group of aspiring pharmacists embarked on their 10-week journey through pharmacy school. The students were eager to dive into the world of medicines and discover the secrets behind those intriguing brand names and their corresponding indications. Week 1, The Mystery of E. Piotin Professor Williams started the course by introducing the students to a drug called Epiodin, which went by the brand names Epigen, Procrit, and Reticrit. It was used to treat anemia caused by cancer chemotherapy. The class was abuzz with excitement as they began their journey into the intricate world of pharmaceuticals. Week 2, Unveiling Erythromycin, Erythromycin known for its brand name erythrocin, was the focus of the second week. The students delved into the details of this antibiotic, understanding its role in treating bacterial infections. 
It was a week of microbiology and a fascinating exploration of how a single medicine could combat various bacterial foes. Week 3, Escitalopram's Healing Touch As the third week commenced, the class discovered the wonders of Escitalopram, commonly sold as Lexapro. They learned how this medication was used to help patients struggling with depression, providing a glimmer of hope and improved mental health. Week 4, The Power of Esomeprazole In the fourth week, the spotlight shifted to Esomeprazole, widely recognized as Nexium. The students were intrigued by its role in eradicating Heliobacter pylori infections in the gastrointestinal tract. They realized that medicines not only treated symptoms but also targeted the root cause of illnesses. Week 5, Estradiol's Feminine Touch, Estradiol Oral, known as Estrace, took center stage in week 5. The students explored its various indications, from addressing vasomotor dysfunction to soothing discomfort in the vagina or vulva. They gained a deeper appreciation for the breadth of medicine's applications. Week 6, Unlocking the Secrets of Esopiclone Week 6 was all about Esopiclone, branded as Lunsta. The students learned how it provided relief to those battling insomnia. They marveled at the idea that a small pill could usher in a peaceful night's sleep. Week 7, Conquering ankylosing spondylitis with Adenercept, the seventh week brought them to the world of immunology, focusing on Adenercept, marketed as Inbril and Aralzy. The class discovered its efficacy in treating ankylosing spondylitis, a condition they hadn't heard of before. The world of pharmaceuticals was expanding their horizons. Week 8 Ethanyl estradiol and adenogestrol ring for contraception, week 8 was a crash course in contraception, as the students delved into ethanyl estradiol and adenogestrol ring, better known as Nuva ring. They understood the importance of family planning and its role in women's health. Week 9, Tackling Pain with Etidolac, Etidolac, branded as Lodine, was the star of week 9, where the students learned about its wide-ranging applications in managing general pain. They appreciated the role of medications in improving the quality of life for many. Week 10, The Final Revelation, Exonatide and Beyond, as the 10th week dawned, the students delved into the intricate world of Exonatide, which came in the forms of Biota and Bigerion primarily used to manage diabetes mellitus type 2. Their journey through pharmacy school had come full circle, revealing the power of medicines to transform lives. The students of Medvali Pharmacy School left their 10-week course with newfound knowledge and a profound understanding of the significance of medicines in the world of healthcare. They were eager to embark on their future careers armed with the wisdom and insights gained during their educational journey. Title, Pharmacy School Chronicles, A Journey Through Medicines Chapter 1, The First Ten Weeks in the Quiet Halls of the Prestigious Willowbrook University's School of Pharmacy, 
a new group of eager students embarked on a journey of knowledge and discovery. Professor Emily Anderson, an expert in pharmacology, stood at the front of the lecture hall on the first day of class. Welcome to the first 10 weeks of your pharmacy school journey, Professor Anderson began, her voice brimming with enthusiasm. Today, we'll dive into the world of medications, their brand names, and indications. The class listened intently as Professor Anderson started with Epiodin, known by its brand names Epigen, Procrit, and Reticrit. Epiodin is a medication used to treat anemia caused by cancer chemotherapy. It's a lifeline for those battling cancer and the side effects of their treatment. As the weeks went by, students delved deeper into the world of pharmaceuticals. They learned about the antibiotic erythromycin, effective against bacterial infections. It's the defender of the immune system, Professor Anderson declared, and her students nodded in agreement. Next on the list was escitalopram, a medication known as Lexapro, used to combat depression. A beacon of hope for those battling the darkness, the professor explained. Esomeprazole, or Nexium, was presented as the solution for Heliobacter pylori GI infection. It's the silent hero, fighting the unseen invaders in our stomachs, she said. The class discovered that estradiol oral, under the name estrace, was crucial for conditions related to vasomotor function and atrophic vagina or vulva. A comfort for those experiencing discomfort, Professor Anderson noted. Esopician, commonly known as Lunsta, was introduced as a remedy for insomnia. Lunsta is the peaceful night's sleep in a tiny pill, she said. Adenecrept, in its various brand names, Inbril and Erlzee, became the hope for those suffering from ankylosing spondylitis. The bridge to a life less painful, the professor described. Ethanyl estradiol and adenogestrol ring, commonly known as Nuva ring, was explained as a contraception method. A choice for those wanting to plan their futures, Professor Anderson stated. Etidolac, under the name Lodine, was celebrated as a general pain reliever. A soldier fighting on the front lines against pain, she said. Exonatide, with its brand names Biota and Bigerion, was hailed as the savior for individuals dealing with diabetes mellitus, type 2. The guardian of blood sugar levels, she explained. The list of medications seemed endless, each with its unique purpose and importance. In the coming weeks, students would continue to unravel the mysteries of pharmaceuticals, understanding their effects and potential side effects. Pharmacy school was a journey through the vast landscape of medicines, and the first ten weeks had only been the beginning. The students were ready to embrace the challenges and knowledge that lay ahead, armed with the understanding of the medications that could change lives and offer hope to those in need.
Scene script introduction, general principles, pharmacodynamics, effects of drugs on an organism, pharmacokinetics, absorption, distribution, metabolism, and excretion of drugs, drugs which act independently of receptors, antacids, base moiety neutralizes acids, osmotic agents, certain diuretics, for example, mannitol, cathartics, for example, methyl cellulose, anesthetics, unknown mechanism of action, but potency correlates with lipid solubility. Most receptors are proteins, many with carbohydrate residues attached. Binding of drug to receptor may involve ionic, covalent, hydrogen, or van der Waals bonds. Agonists, drugs which bind to receptors and stimulate them. Antagonists, drugs which decrease or block the effect of an agonist. They do not stimulate the receptors. Competitive antagonists, reversibly binds to the receptor and prevents binding of the agonist antagonist and agonist vying for the same receptor. High concentration of the antagonist can overcome the effect of an agonist. Irreversible antagonists usually binds to the receptor in an irreversible way and prevents any agonist action. Following administration of an irreversible antagonist, high concentrations of agonist cannot completely reverse the antagonist effects. Duration of action depends largely on the irreversible antagonist. Potency Activity of a drug compared to a reference standard depends on the drug's ability to reach the receptors and its affinity for binding to the receptors. Efficacy, maximal effect produced by a drug. Note, a drug may have a greater potency but less efficacy than another drug. Dose response curves, ED50. Dose of drug which produces half maximal response, that is, observed effect seen in 50% of patients. Used as a measure of potency, the lower ED50, the more potent the drug. TD50, minimum dose which produces a specific toxic effect in 50% of individuals or animals. LD50, minimum dose which kills 50% animals. Therapeutic index, ratio of the dose of the drug, required to produce a toxic effect to the dose needed for a therapeutic effect. Used as an indication of drug safety, expressed as what? Narrow therapeutic index, relatively high incidence of side effects at usual doses, narrow range for therapeutic and toxic doses, wide therapeutic index, relatively low incidence of side effects at usual doses, permeability, lipid solubility correlates with the ability of a drug to cross cell membranes, weak acids and bases are more lipid soluble in the non-ionized state, ionization, charged water-soluble molecules are excluded from crossing many barriers, for example, epithelial lining. In the world of pharmacy, we lay the claim. Knowledge and compassion is the golden flame. Science and practice side by side they groove. In a student's journey, we find the move. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast, one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We are glad you are listening. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen. Podcast. We are so glad you are listening. Feel free to subscribe on Spotify and tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast.
Our Deepest Fear by Marion Williamson Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You're playing small, does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we and our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Our deepest fear by Marion Williams. You are very important especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist Podcasting Group. Votre écoute est significative. Usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando, es significativo. Você é muito importante, especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo, é significativo. Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό. Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst. Je bent erg belangrijk, vooral voor ons hier bij The New Chemist Podcasting Group. 
dat je meeluistert, is veelbetekenend. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del nuevo químico. Carlos Irza, testo podcast to New Chemist. Welcome by the podcast van the New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axés sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Duepses clirá. Na odigites tinaxia. Boris na tocanis. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Τραβάχα δούρο. Σέα impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas, estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Vuelve 
werk hard, wees waardig gedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op. Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I. In the world of pharmacy, we lay the claim. Knowledge and compassion is the golden flame. Science and practice side by side, they groove. In a student's journey, we find the move. 